0: Hey everyone, you are tuning in to Real Talk with Nessa, and I thank you all for listening and following, and sorry um, that I haven't uh, recorded in a minute. We had some family emergencies out of the country, Um, but thanks to God, everything is good and looking better, Um, so no worries. But today, I want to talk about survival. It's been weighing really heavy on my mind Um, a couple of things with surviving in life, surviving um, based off your finances, surviving um, in a hustle, just different things. So let's get into it. What is surviving? You know, there's so many ways when it comes to life that we have to survive in order to get by, in order to live, in order to eat. I mean, this survival mode deal is daily. It's literally a daily task. Now you can be in prison and you have to survive. You can be on the outside here in the real world on the streets. And you have to do things to survive. You know, us real people weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouth, given a million dollars and said, here you go, figure it out and do something with it. And if you don't, oh, well, that would have been great. But what is is it really to survive? You know you can't wake up at ten eleven o'clock in the morning and not have a job or a game plan or goals and not expect to survive or should I say and expect to survive I'm sorry you can't it's not gonna happen. you know I have family I know people that have gone to prison and They've done two to five to ten years. And some knew how to survive and some didn't. You know, and I want to talk about that for a moment because here in the real world, your surviving skills, your options are unlimited because you're out here. Whereas, as to if you're in prison, I believe it's more harder because you're behind four walls, behind a closed locked door and you're only able to do what is available to your hands at the moment. But I got to tell you, when you're closed behind those four walls and locked door, if you're a real hustler, your mind goes to work fast. Your mind goes to work trying to figure out What will I do? What do I need to do to survive? How am I not going to burden those outside? And what am I going to do to survive? You know, I'm sorry that there is grown ass men out there that don't know how to survive in there. That all they do is call home and cry like little girls. About, you didn't put money on my books. About, I can't eat on commissary this week. I gotta eat this nasty food because you, 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 you. And all they do is cry. You know, there is so many ways to hustle in there. You know, if you get a push start, somebody bought you a drawing, pencils, and pens, and you start drawing. Somebody... But gave you a boost to buy a little bit of candy so you can resell it for a little more soda so you can resell it a little more if you need to iron people's clothes if you need to do so many options in there to survive how bad do you want to survive and a lot of people call themselves hustlers really is nowadays hustling with three four hundred dollars in your pocket make you happy? Come on, man. That's chump change. You know, that was back when you were 10, 12 years old that you should be happy to have three, four hundred bucks in your pocket. If you're a grown man listening and you have a family that you have to survive for and provide for, and you're out here in the real world. It's different. There's a lot of different things that you have to do. This real world gives opportunities. Every day is a day of opportunity. If you're a girl listening and you're raising a kid on your own, that's okay. There's opportunity out there waiting I don't understand why people sit around crying. I don't want to use the word because I don't cuss. But I'm going to use it in this session. But they cry like little bitches. About how they just can't do it. They can't figure it out. And I hear it all the time. All the time. I mean, hello. Do I not live in this real world with you? Do I not wake up every morning just like you do? Many of you that know my life know I'm up at the crack of dawn. My mind is trying to figure out what do I have to do to survive today? What do I have to do, even if I have some money saved, to be able to save a little bit more? You know, in this world, we don't get no breaks. There's moms out there that can't say, I'm not going to go to work today because I just don't feel like getting up. They can't say that because there's bills. There's mortgages. There's rents. There's car payments. There's insurances. There's utility bills, cell phone bills. Kids need food. Kids need clothing. You got to eat to survive. If someone gets sick, you need to have extra money for medicine, doctor's bills, co-pays. I mean, we don't get breaks in this world, people. The millionaires don't even take a break. You know, there's 365 days into a year that every day is an opportunity to wake up and And take advantage of that day because it's an opportunity to survive. You know, this world has gotten so lazy. You know, if you were raised in a house that your mother always provided for you and did for you and figured things out for you. And now you're a 22 year old adult and can't figure it out. There's something wrong. There is something wrong. Because if you're a girl and you're beautiful, well, you better use your beautifulness to get out there on that street, to knock on doors and apply for jobs and show that beautiful sunlight face and say, hey, I'm here. I'm ready to work. Every single day is an opportunity to make a dollar. Every day. And if you are telling me that you can't figure it out. Well, you know what? My kids were 10 years old pushing a wheelbarrow with oranges, apples, and lemons inside that wheelbarrow. And they would go knocking on doors so that they can learn survival the day they can't figure things out. They'll always know they could pick up a wheelbarrow and put fruit in it and go knocking on doors and people will answer People will want fruit and people will give. You know, this is the same thing that I always speak about faith. Faith without deeds is dead. You can't have faith that, oh, I'm going to survive and I'm going to do good and make money today. But you didn't get up and move. It's so easy right now to just put a post on social media and say, hey, I need help. That's easy because you can do that from laying in your bed. But you know what? Survival takes more. Let's take survival back to the old school days, back in the 90s when there was no social media, no cell phones. How did we survive? That's why we that were born in the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, and so on, learned how to survive. There was no technology. We had to use our two feet. Our two feet were our technology to get up and to get out. And, and the same method has to be used nowadays. Now, if you're a booming business and you want to use social media, of course it helps. But you're already jump-started. You're already going. You're already doing it. But to survive, to start somewhere, you got to use your two feet in the mouth that God gave you. And you need to get out there every single day. There are no breaks. The Word of God says you will work six days and you will give God one. Pick a day. The Bible does not reference what day. It does not reference one day specifically. You know, and there's some calendars that were made that the week begins on Sunday, ends on Saturday. Others say they begin on Monday, end on Sunday. It doesn't even nobody knows what day was the Sabbath. Some Bibles that I've read, versions say a Saturday, but some of us celebrated on a Sunday. So, so it doesn't even matter. Pick a day and give your body rest. But six days, if your ass isn't out there trying to figure things out for six days, then I'm sorry. If you sit there and cross your hands and boo-hoo-pout that no one was there for you, it's your fault. It's no one else's. And if you want to sit there and complain and I'm going to throw it at somebody's face because they weren't there for me, you're the only one that's going to look stupid because you weren't even there for you first. So how can you expect someone to be there for you? You know, I help a lot of women in this world right now that are hurting, single, abused, or just simply can't afford to be on their own because of COVID right now. And I got to tell you, I've had many women cross my path that they want the help, but they don't want to help themselves. I'm sorry, but no one's going to do the work for you because all of us, every single soul on this earth wakes up every morning to survive. If you have a business and you don't open your business, that's a day that you lose hundreds of dollars. And it was an opportunity to be able to save more, an opportunity to survive. You know, these young kids nowadays, and I call you kids if you're under 30 years old. You're a kid to me. And, if, and you're out there and you're working or you might be at a barbershop cutting hair. And you're happy you made three, four hundred bucks for the week. I'm sorry, but that's chump change. You might laugh, but it's the real truth. That won't pay a car payment. And maybe that's why it doesn't matter to you because you don't have a car. But that won't pay a car payment. That wouldn't even pay insurance for a young adult. Life has gotten so expensive. So expensive that you can survive if you bust your ass in those six days. Six days you have each week. Each week. Some weeks you have four weeks. Some weeks you there might be an extra couple days. And it looks like five. But every day is an opportunity to be able to make something about it. You know, I got a call yesterday from a case manager. And it was a pretty interesting one because he says, Hey, I got this mom that's a single mom. She has a two-year-old little girl, and I've been trying to help her, he says, and he wants to see if I can help her. And I said, well, I don't house children. I house women, but I have an empty room. I don't like hearing about women on the street, so especially when it comes to little children, maybe I can help her. Maybe I can give them a room. And after talking with him, I realize. She's lazy. This woman is homeless because she's lazy. She gets access for medical, but she won't go apply for for child assistance for daycare. And she complains that that's why she just doesn't have a job and she can't go look for one. But yet you have food stamps. You're approved for nutrition assistance. So the next step you're already pre-approved for ch- childcare. All you got to do is go apply. Sign the paperwork and turn in the freaking documents that they ask you for. It's easy but it takes work. And what I could not wrap my head around is this woman chooses with her child to be homeless than to go go get her two feet and move them to go apply to get this assistance that she needs to be able to survive and to be able to get on her own feet and not depend on no one. See, the problem with a lot of people nowadays is they're so used to help that if they don't get help, they feel useless. They get depressed. (laughs) I don't think you heard me. They feel useless and they get depressed. They shut down. I don't understand. You in this world have so much opportunity. Now, I got to tell you that the United States is blessed. If you live here in the U.S., you are blessed. Because I was out in the ranch in Michoacan, Mexico for two weeks. That's poor. I'm going to tell you, I cannot drive my 2021 Yukon Denali in Mexico where I was at because they don't exist. Those cars don't exist over there. Okay, you can't drive a 2000 Honda Accord out there because those cars don't exist over there. You drive a 1982 to 92 like a 2002 beat up, rusted, dented truck. The taxis drive a tiny little look like a shoe. It's not even a Sentra. I don't even know what it is. But you're blessed. Because you're able to drive in luxury here and not get shot at or your car gets stolen. And if you do, it's because you were up to no good. But over there, if you drive the vehicles you do here and live the way you do here, you're considered a drug lord over there. Because there's no way to live as good as you do here, there. Those people there walk. Most of the people there have motorcycles little banshee looking like uh, um, Kawasaki, Yamaha dirt bikes. That's what they look like. That's all they have. And you'll see a husband and wife with three kids on one dirt bike. And that's, (laughs) yes, kids all being ridden. And the cops allow it because there ain't no law against that over there. That's how they get around to survive. And here in the U.S., with so much possibility and you can't you can't do it you can't come up with rent within those 30 days i don't get it i drive around a lot throughout the day and i see so many people hiring so many people hiring everywhere i turn I see now hiring managers, now hiring cooks, now hiring labor, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring. If you're a barber and you're certified and you can't get cuts, well, guess what? The bank is hiring. The stores are hiring. You know, if you're a labor guy and you work in construction and you can't find work, well, guess what? The stores are hiring. The grocery stores are hiring. There is so much work out there right now. It is insane. If you ever stood there and said, I wish I had beep this type of job. Well, guess what? You probably can because people are so desperate right now to hire people that they'll even hire people without the skills because somebody's knocking at the door saying, I can do this. And they're willing to give people the opportunity. There is so much opportunity right now. When people look at COVID, COVID hit. Okay, yes, it did. And some of us lost loved ones. But that didn't pay the bills by stopping. You still have to survive every single day, no matter what happens. They're not going to live you live in your apartment or your house rent free because someone got sick and got COVID. They still want their money. The bank still wants their money. I wish we all got a free pass because someone got sick. But unfortunately, this world doesn't work that way. So we have to get up and make every single day, every single day of the entire year a day that we get up and we choose to figure out how am I going to do it today? What options am I going to take that are going to benefit me? How can I make money in my pocket to survive because without money you cannot survive in this world money makes this world go round unfortunately looking pretty doesn't pay anything you know i was thankful for the years that i grew up i was born in the 80s early 80s and i was grateful for my looks my looks got me by Anything I had to do, I hustled with my looks. I had cars paid. I had phones paid. I had apartments paid. And I did not have to sleep with anyone. Because guys are so dumb that they will do anything just to have a beautiful woman sit next to them, stand next to them, talk to them, opportunity to be with them. But we don't live in that world anymore. Life is different. Because everyone's struggling. It ain't like it used to be. Everybody is struggling. And you beautiful ladies out there that are single or single moms out there shouldn't go for a young looking guy just to bat his eyes because that ain't going to pay the bills. I'm sorry. But if you're struggling by yourself, why struggle with more dead weight? There is really... No one out there the way things used to be the The times now are different, and that's where you have to understand what am I going to do today? Ask yourself, look in the mirror this morning and ask yourself, what will I do today to survive? How am I going to be able to make money to add to the rent who Who can I call? What door can I knock on? Where can I go? What can I do?" Whose house do I need to clean? Even if you have to sweep or mop a floor, who cares? You're surviving. It's better to survive and figure it out on your own than to ask for a handout. Look, look, and I got to say this, because going and borrowing money from someone because you you need to survive and couldn't figure it out for the month, that don't work. You know, one of the, quotes that my mom always said that I'll always remember and I will never live by was she always stole from Peter to pay Paul how are you going to borrow money from someone to pay for something that you owe when the following month that comes you're going to struggle the same way but now you got another burden on top of you to pay that money back How are you going to do it? You're going to stress yourself out even more. Because if you couldn't do it this month, and you're borrowing money, and now you can't do it next month, but now you got to pay back that money, plus still do it again this month. You drive yourself insane. Now, There are those occasions that you get good money and you just, you know, made a bad choice or something happened. Someone was sick, whatever. You couldn't go to work, but you make good money to pay that and you'll still make that money to pay the bills. There's there's occasions that that happens. But if your story is the same every single month for the past year and you want to borrow money. I'm sorry. That is the wrong way to figure things out. Because some people even go pawn their titles. Which I always thought was the stupidest thing. You pay more interest in trying to get your car back than the money they lent you. But but people don't see that. They just see the urgency at the moment. And they end up at a pawn shop or pawning their title at a car pawn shop. Now I got so much crap around my house that it's ridiculous that I could probably fill up a pawn shop. But I have never, ever, ever, and I thank the Lord I never had to walk into a pawn shop to pond anything. I walk in pawn shops to buy things. But I've never had to pond anything. Why? Because I'm a real hustler. I know how to get out there and figure things out. Well, I always had a roof over my kids' heads. I'd borrow from my mom once in a while or my grandma once in a while when I needed help to pay the light. I'm not going to say I never did. Absolutely I did. I had to pay the light. And I didn't lie and say I had to pay the light to pay something else. I really had to pay my light. But these utility bills is crazy. You pay $50 in the winter and then $500 in the summer. It's a lot of money just for electricity alone. And yeah, I do pay 500 bucks a month in the summer and $50 in the winter. But you know what? You got to learn to survive. You know, I feel bad for the youngins that are out there that feel hopeless, like there's nothing to do because I've come across them. I've come across many But man, I see so much potential. I see things that people don't see, but it's so much easier for me to say and have this plan and write it down and give it to you and say, here, this is what you got to go do. But I'm sorry, honey, I'm not there. I wish I can grab every single person by the hand and say, come on, go do this, go do this, go do this. This is how you do it. This is how you do that. And you know, all my life, that's how my family's been dependent on, especially my brother. My brother's so used to everybody figuring everything out for him that he don't know how to figure nothing out for himself. And then he gets upset and it's everybody else's fault. It's everybody's fault why he's where he's at and why life is the way it is. And and it's everybody's fault. And don't nobody, you know, come say hi when, when he's around because he's going to be upset. Oh, my Lord. Boo-hoo-hoo. When you're 36 years old and you can't figure things out on your own, something's wrong. When you're 25 years old and your mommy is still doing things for you and figuring things out and breaking her head for you and stressing out for you, something's wrong. Especially if you're a man. This whole mama's boy thing because mama won't let their kid figure things out because she's going to do it for them regardless if they're married or not. (laughs) Hello, mamas. You guys need to step out of the picture. Real talk. Because you are not teaching these boys to survive, to be men. They will never make it in the real world. What happens the day that you're sick, dead, or gone? What happens? Yeah, it sounds really rude, but let's be realistic. You're hearing real talk with Nessa. Let's talk real. What happens when you're gone or sick and can't do the things that you did, how will they survive when they're so dependent on you? You know, and I think a lot of times it's it's uh, issues that women have that they want to feel the need to be needed and they got to involve themselves all the time in figuring things out and doing this and doing that, that they're stressing themselves out to get things done and taken care of for kids that are grown, that have families or that live on their own. You know, I get it. It's one thing if, if, if a son comes and says, hey, mom, can you cook me dinner? I'm going to come over. But if you got to be taking care of finances and purchasing and selling and, you know, signing on, a, on for cars and credit and, and, hey, mom, what do you think about this? And, hey, mom, I need you for a babysitter. And, hey, mom, it's like, bro, get a life. Don't no woman want a mama's boy? And a poor that husband that has to deal with the woman that has her head wrapped around. She can't let her chichi off her child. You're not teaching them to survive. You know, I feel bad for those kids that are out there that just can't figure out what 2 plus 2 is. And they're grown men. In their late 20s or 30s. You know, life is not easy. And I'm not saying don't be there for your children because I'm there for mine. I back them up. But at the same time, you got to know that line you don't cross, Ma. There is a fine line that you do not cross. There is a limit on things once your children are grown. What you should do and can do and not do. There's a a limit, and that limit shouldn't be crossed. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear it, but it's time you take your nipple out their mouth and and, uh, start giving some dry food so they learn how to survive on their own. This world that we live in now is not what it used to be. It's unfortunate, but this world that we live in It'll eat you alive. This world ain't nice no more. This world ain't cheap. Life is hard. And by sitting around, moping around, being depressed, you're not going to get anywhere. I wish depression would pay the bills. But it doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere but a wasted day. And every day, the Lord says, is a new day. Every day is an opportunity. You know, for example, if I'm a nonprofit and I want to get stuff donated, how is that going to happen by me just sitting in my room? It's not. I got to get up, I got to type a letter, I got to make copies, and I got to get out there. And I got to go from store to store to store to store to store asking and talking to managers and being told no or being told not right now or being told come back later or being told yes. But that's what success is. You get so many no's before you finally get the yes. You know, I didn't become a successful woman by sitting around And I didn't become a successful woman by asking for handouts. I did not become a successful woman by waiting around for someone to do it for me. I did not become a successful woman by anyone giving me finances and helping me. I did not become a successful woman by anyone co-signing for me or giving me that opportunity. I didn't get those opportunities. I didn't. I wasn't raised around family that had those opportunities. Growing up was a struggle. My mom had shit for credit. We barely made ends meet. I remember food stamps when they used to be the book, and I'd have to tear them out of the book to go pay for groceries. I remember getting the block cheese. Life was hard. And if you wanted something nice, we had to work for it. Because my mom couldn't afford it. my dad had good credit, you know, and it sucked having to see that he would co-sign for other people and not for his own kids because he didn't trust us, but it made me grow thick skin and not care and stand on my own two feet and say, "I'm gonna do it for myself," and I never had to ask for anyone to cosign. I figured it out all on my own. I got the hit with high interest rates in the beginning. But you got to start somewhere. I remember my first truck was 16% interest. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. 16% interest on my first vehicle. Most of my payment was just interest. But you know what? I had to survive and start somewhere. And I made sure every payment was paid. And that credit grew after two years to buy my first house. Yep, my first house with the 4% interest. And I owned it for 14 years and paid it off. So it's possible. Life is possible. But you have to do it yourself. No one can live your life for yourself. No one can pay your bills for you. And if you think you're going to get into a relationship because financially it looks right, honey, don't do it. Don't get in, stay in relationships because of money, because you feel like they're going to take care of you, or you feel like this is the way out. It ain't going to last, and that's why it hasn't lasted. Relationship should be because of it's a true friendship. And I'll talk about relationships in another segment, not this one, but definitely don't stay in a relationship because you feel financially this is the way out. I got to tell you that money's the root of all evil. Money does not make you happy. Money does not make anyone happy. Money makes people ugly. You know, one thing that I'm grateful for in in my uh, 39 and a half years of life is that I never took a penny, especially from my brother when he was out here in the streets hustling. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't have heard the end of it. I hear how he was there for so-and-so and so-and-so, and -and and that's why so-and-so should be there for him, and it's an ongoing story. But you know what? I'm grateful to God that I didn't take a handout from anyone. That way, I'm not where I'm at today and be hearing from them, oh, you're there because of me. You're there because of my help. You know what? I'm here because of the help of God that he gave me, that he backed me up. That he was by my side every moment that I thought I was alone. And you're not alone. You're not alone. It just takes getting your two beautiful feet up every morning. Whether you're a guy or you're a girl. Getting your two feet up in the morning. And looking in that mirror and saying, how are you going to take advantage of this day? Wake up in the morning and pray. Pray, God, guide me. God, show me the doors. Show me the way. God, touch the heart of those people that I will go around, that they will answer yes. Whatever it is you got to say, just a short, simple little prayer in the morning. Because the word of God says that we should do all things under his name anyways. And the word also says that he that knocks will receive. He that knocks, it will be open. He that asks, will receive. His word doesn't come back empty. So it's a must, 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 grind, grind, grind. Come on, you guys. I know you got it in you. I know you got it in you. It's in there. I've seen it. It's in there. There's possibilities. There's opportunity out there waiting for you right now. So what are you going to do to take advantage of that? Every day, don't forget, every single day is a day of opportunity. People didn't become successful by sitting around and having ideas. No, they made their ideas turn into reality by figuring something out, by doing something about it. So I ask you this morning, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to get up on your feet and how are you going to make this day productive? Every single day is a day of opportunity. Don't forget that. Every day is a good day under the sun. You woke up with breath, with oxygen in your lungs. It's a good day. figure it out and it's okay it's also okay if there's a day or two or three or four that go by and you just felt depressed and you just felt like crying and there was absolutely nothing you can do and you didn't know how to figure things out it's okay that's okay but after the fourth fifth sixth day whenever it is get up get up like the strong person you are and say you know what i got this I'm going to conquer this day. I'm going to figure it out if it's the last thing I do. And if there's somebody out there that you have to ask for their advice because they're a little more experienced than you, go to them with your story and let them know what's going on and tell them, what do you think I should do? Because you're in a good place. You've figured it out. You've done it. What do you think I should do? A very wise person will give you good advice. They will figure it out for you and give you a heads up, a push. But I got to tell you, when you get good people's advice, and when I say good people, I mean people that are doing good. Don't go ask somebody's advice that's struggling themselves. Somebody that, you know, is trying to make ends meet, stealing from Peter to pay Paul. Don't go ask that person because that person is only going to be able to give you the same advice that they're taking which is struggling ask somebody that's doing good ask somebody that's got ten thousand dollars saved in their bank account yes i said ten thousand dollars saved in a savings account it's possible people it's possible to have good money put away to have good things to go on good vacations to have your rent paid a month or two in advance and be able to take a break it's possible But if that person gives you advice, you need to take it step by step. I don't think it's right that you take good advice and you only do a quarter of it and then you gave up. It doesn't work that way. The only way for it to work is for you to do it exactly how it was given. You can't bake a cake and only put a quarter of the ingredients in and expect it to come out and taste just as delicious. It doesn't work that way. You have to put 100% ingredients each step exactly the way the instruction says for it to come out the right way. That's life. That's the only way you can make life happen the right way is take that person's advice exactly the way that they're telling it to you and step by step do it the way they're telling you to do it for it to come out right. Please, I wish I can... Help all of you and live all of your guys' lives for you and figure things out. I'm here if anyone ever needs advice. Shoot me a text, shoot me an email, a comment, whatever. I'm here for anyone's advice. I've lived through many things. I know a lot of people and, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out there that I can direct you and guide you in. But I can't live your life for you, unfortunately. I still have to live mine. I'm almost 40. But life is good. Every day that you wake up under the sun and you can smell the fresh of breath, air and open your eyes and you're not strapped to a bed or behind a prison wall is a day of opportunity. You're not sick. You're healthy. And it's a day of opportunity. So get up, get out of your chair, get out of your bed, wherever you're at. And... Figure it out. Don't waste time. Don't make excuses. Stop playing the victim. It's nobody else's fault. You're where you're at except for your own. You can't blame anybody if you haven't tried it yourself. You will only look like a fool. So get up. Make your day productive. Try doing something productive Try figuring out how to make money. Push it, push it, push it. Don't overwhelm yourself because you'll get depressed. But remember, nobody can do it for you. You got this. You got this. You can do this. Look in the mirror and look how awesome you are and how great you are. You can do this. Today is a good day. Let's do this. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And forgive me if I've offended some, but this is Real Talk with Nessa, and we had some real talk today. Talk to you soon.